0: Welcome to another In the Telling on the Street interview, this time from the Salt Lake City 2019 Gaming Con. In this episode, I spoke with artists Tanner Staley, Colleen Palmer, and Sterling Felker about finding an art style, the act of finishing something, creating art that you love, and choosing the path to create art. Hey, your name is Tanner? Uh Uh-huh. Tanner Staley, did I say that right?
1: You did, actually. People usually pronounce it Staheli, but... It's staley, so thank you. Cool. For pronouncing it right.
0: Um, this looks like all pen to me.
1: Absolutely. Um, all my work is done in a 11 by 14 inch, with cross hatching, pen and ink. Each usually <laughs> takes me about like six to eight hours or more. Usually depends on what I'm drawing.
0: Everything that you're drawing looks Japanese to me.
1: Yeah, not just Japanese. I've drawn, yeah, Chinese, even some Mongolian stuff. I'm just really interested in their culture and stuff, making my own little fictional Asian-like world, just based off Japanese-Chinese culture.
0: These characters, what language is this?
1: This is Japanese. Some of them are Japanese and some of them are Chinese. Since this is a (laughs) koi crocodile, which is, a well, since koi is a a Japanese traditional thing, uh, I made that one Japanese.
0: Do you speak both Japanese and Chinese?
1: I do not. I'm learning Japanese though on Duolingo though at the moment. You're but the season, right now English. I only speak English.
0: So you um, what, like Google Translate helps you figure out what you want on the side of the picture?
1: Shame. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. <laughs> but I do try to make sure that they're accurate.
0: Tell me about this Koi Crocodile. Who is he? What kind of character is
1: he? His name is Gak- Gakujiro, and he is a part of a. He's part of a mafia called the Najumi, and in a city called Tatsu. He was originally a mutant, um, illegally tested, and he was eventually escaped, and then became a massive crime lord. And he got tattoos. He has a massive gun. He's just a total bad a.
0: So you have a whole story world around this one piece of art. Is it like? Do you have other pieces of art that are that exist in the same story world?
1: I sort of made my. Uh, in fact, there's another artwork of him, right.
0: What's going on in that picture?
1: That's just sort of their headquarters or lair. Where, Is that
0: his, like, his syndicate?
1: Yeah, there's like he's like at a meeting of some sort. There's even people getting <laughs> tattoos, just like the yakuza tattoos, and there's like robots giving them.
0: How many different story worlds have you created that your art exists in?
1: Just one. Oh. I do do fan art, but all of my original work takes place in the in one little world I've just created
0: have you done anything with that like in terms of a graphic novel
1: um I am planning on making a graphic novel soon but right now I'm just doing some concept art you now what I want to and what vision I want to execute it with
0: it seems like you have a lot of concept art I also recognize Venom and uh-huh. um, Thanos and Groot
1: yeah, I have the whole Guardians of the Galaxy in a oh, Japanese style. Like I have a sumo Drax, a bonsai Groot, samurai Star-Lord and a red panda rocket raccoon.
0: What drew you to this style?
1: Well, when I was a kid, I remember seeing <laughs> This is funny, but I remember seeing Kung Fu Panda and I was like, "Wow, that culture is awesome." And then I just I just been super invested into it.
0: You don't seem super old to me yet.
1: So. I'm yeah, I'm twenty. So,
0: are cool. you going to school?
1: Mm-hmm, Uvu.
0: In in art. Yeah. What program specifically?
1: Um, just illustration.
0: Very nice. How much longer do you got?
1: Uh, I just completed my first year, a freshman. I'm plan. I I'm, I'm planning on either dropping out to go to art school, or I might get it or just get a degree.
0: Where are all the places we can find your art?
1: You could find me on Instagram at yeah. Tanner. Tanner's Killer Art, and also my ArtStation account, tannersdaily.artstation.com.
0: Very cool, thanks for talking with me, Tanner.
1: Great, thanks for interviewing me.
0: So yeah, so I'm a local Salt Lake artist. I do a lot of dark art a lot of the time. I have a pretty wide range as far as mediums go. I do a lot of digital, uh, that you can see here, but I also love to do watercolors and acrylics and things like that. I like Skulls, so Skulls end up in my work a lot. Uh, I also uh, do comic book stuff too. I have my own one-shot comic that I did with my buddy. Uh, He wrote it, I did the art for it. I'm working on a current graphic novel, um, just indie published kind of stuff. But one shot. I'm not super familiar with graphic novels and comic books yet. Does that mean it's just totally self-contained Yeah, story? so totally self-contained, just like, you could just sit down, read it, and it's one and done. And it's called so. Fracture? Yep. And you can find it on Comicsology too, which is an online digital comic service. Tell me, give me the quick, um, like, teaser for Fracture. Like, what's it about? Ah, uh, teaser! Um, it's essentially about a cyborg that's stuck on a ship full of zombies and is trying to get off. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't look like he was successful from the cover. <laughs> oh. Why dark? Why skulls? Um, it's just always been really intriguing to me. Uh, it kind of speaks to me from an art level. I really like abstract stuff, too. You'll find a lot of my work is really abstract, especially the paintings. And I don't know, there's just something about the chaos that I think just goes really nicely and flows really nicely with skulls and more dark art kind of thing. You said you do digital, but this looks like ink to me. Is that mm. digital or is that ink? That one is actually uh, digital, but I do a lot of ink work, too. So when I'm not doing ink, just, you know, pen and ink, then I'm doing digital. And I try and, you know, fold those two worlds together as much as I can, just to keep my style as consistent uh, so that people recognize it as me when they see it. What can you tell us about your graphic novel that you're writing? My graphic novel will be kind of along the lines of like a folklore feel. Um, It's essentially about a crow that uh, attempts to save the world by uh, turning off the moon at night. So, whoa, (laughs) that that is a good teaser. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping that it'll come out uh, as a Kickstarter early next year. Is what I'm shooting for. So definitely. if you're a fan of that kind of thing, definitely give me a follow. And I put updates on my Instagram is usually where I'll post first. But yeah, hopefully we will we'll go good. the places we can find you. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, Instagram, at Pixel Gremlin. That's the best place to find me. I also have my website, ColleenPalmer.com. I also have a Facebook page, uh, just Art by Colleen Palmer. Very cool. Tell yeah. me uh, how you knew you wanted to be an artist. From a young age, I, I've always drawn. I don't actually remember not drawing. <laughs> I used to do little comics as a kid. I think I I was probably like six years old and doing these like funny little creature comics, and um, and that just kind of, you know, as I became a teenager, I kind of did more uh, dark stuff too, just being a teenager. Then I actually went to art school and failed out of art school, which is funny. I ended up getting a degree in English, uh, which actually has been really beneficial in the sense of uh, of writing. Graphic novels and comics. Um, I have short stories that I've written. Yeah, and so once I did that, I, you know, I kind of got into design, graphic design, and but I've always really loved putting things on paper um, and just kind of getting my hands dirty with paint. And so yeah, I don't really remember any time when I didn't love art. This has been fantastic going to conventions like this. I do some fan art, but I've been doing some of my own art, and it's really nice to connect with people with those type of pieces the biggest reason why I do this is just to meet people and kind of geek out on all kinds of different things from my art to fan art Do you think that people are more inclined to buy fan art than original art? Um, no, I wouldn't say necessarily so um, I think people are always really stoked to see something that they're you know, that they're familiar with or um, that they really like or have played Or, uh, but at the same time I've sold my own art just as well and so yeah I think when people come to this, they actually really, from what I've talked to other people about, they really enjoy seeing a variety of things and a diversity of artists. Can I ask you how you failed out of art school? Because it can't have been from talent. <laughs> I, You know, maybe failed is too, too hard a word. <laughs> um, it was kind of like a it wasn't really for me that the what the professors and you know what they wanted to see wasn't really what I wanted to do so it was kind of a mutual let's just dissolve like, that. Like mutual breakup? <laughs> yeah yeah there you go. <laughs> that makes me think that you've had a voice like you you've had a style for a while then. I don't know I it's hard for me to say when a style happened I've just done i just done what I do and uh, people say they recognize my style I honestly I don't know what it looks like. I think it's just it's just me when it comes out um, on paper. So yeah, I mean, I guess I've been working on it for years and years. Whatever it is, but yeah. cool. Well, Colleen, thank you for talking with me yeah, today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So uh, Sterling Felker, yeah.
2: Yeah, Sterling Felker, Cornybone Creations on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm a local artist and illustrator. Just graduated a few months ago and I'm trying to get myself out there. From where? Uh, from a now defunct art college, uh, Broadview Entertainment Art University. Uh, was that Bo? Yes.
0: Like, when did you graduate?
2: So, I was part of the last graduating class for the school. That was in December of last year. Okay. 2018. Yeah, it's been, uh, six months now I've graduated. I'm out trying to hone my craft, get my name out there, you know. Do the grind basically.
0: (laughs) And you're an illustrator and a comic book artist.
2: Yes that is true.
0: Tell me about Hoods.
2: So Hoods was a graduating project that I had for the class. Uh, My teacher Doug Wagner, uh, he really stressed the idea of getting our work out there and the act of finishing something is really important and it's like just finishing something puts you at a level that's like really important just internally, that you can look at something and say, hey, I completed that, I finished that, I can hold that in my hands and say, hey, that's what I did.
0: How long did it
2: take you to do this? Uh, I would say about six months. Uh, there were like two or three different classes that I was developing it like over the process of. Like I did thumbnails, rough, Uh, designs for the page layouts, some scripts for the internal stuff. It was was a whole process over several months of just polishing it up and coming up with the work that I would put in the comic book. Um, Give me the
0: the quick synopsis, spoiler-free, of Hoods.
2: The spoiler-free synopsis of Hoods is that it is a symbolic expression of some things I was feeling as I was graduating from college. So it's a reinterpretation of Little Red Riding Hood and in the latter half it's a ambiguous story about an astronaut and an alien. It's basically me working through my feelings as I'm graduating and I'm going out into the world.
0: Is your art often autobiographical, in a way?
2: In a way, yes. I lean more towards a surrealistic cyberpunk aesthetic. Like, I try to do a lot of really weird shapes and silhouettes. And that's me trying to get abstract feelings out into my work and in front of people.
0: Um, I'm not super good at articulating what I think about art, but it looks to me... Like, these, these two pieces right here, mm-hmm. like, you've got uh, technological and organic elements. So, yep. some of the lines being, like, angular, but some of them being fluid in, in an interesting combination. Yes. Does that mean I get what you're doing? <laughs> yes.
2: So, I'm a big fan of H.R. Geiger's work, and I believe, I hope I'm getting his name right, Alan Williams. Uh, they're both, they're really big into surrealism and this type of traditional art that's like you can kind of recognize it but at the same time it defies like simple rec- yeah simple categorization and I try to do that in my work
0: it seems like each of your pieces is mid-story like it looks like all of these would come out of a comic book story yeah, that, yeah. do you have like names for the people I'm looking at?
2: This, what you're looking at, uh, that would be the Doom Marine from 2016's uh, video game uh, Doom. Oh, okay. And a combination of him with Sailor Moon.
0: Yeah, okay, the pigtails and the skirt.
2: Yeah. And over here, you have the Iron Harbinger, uh, which is... This is unconnected to a story or another intellectual property. It's just... Aliens visiting an elven society for a first time.
0: That girl looks like fierce.
2: That is the queen of the elves meeting the iron harbinger.
0: That is very cool, I like that. Thank you. Anything else you want to tell me about your art, Sterling?
2: I'm glad that I chose to pursue this path.
0: Why? This is not an easy path, It's
2: not. It is not. But I think at the end of the day, the ability to look at an image and say, hey, that's something that hasn't existed before that I've put into the world. And the ability to always look back to that and know that, hey, you made that. Hey, that represents six months' worth of your life. That's, like, this is all stuff that didn't exist before I put it out there, and I think that's, well, that's a privilege.
0: Very cool. Thanks for talking with me, Yeah,
2: thanks for interviewing me.